Okay, welcome to episode 92 of the Never Iron Anything Comics Review Podcast. 92, look at that. This week is returning co-host, comics creator, podcast, and the king of Barotti Ferry. It's only Tom Stewart. How you doing, dude? You right? Hey, you said Brotty Ferry, right? Yeah. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> That's a uh, stabable offence, saying That's, it in the wrong way. It's Scottish blood, mate. That's what it is. It's Scottish yeah. blood in you. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's every time I've come on, I've I've had to be like, yes, I'm Scottish. Everybody, <laughs> yeah. listen. Yes, you do. <laughs> um, I do. I do. Um, I do have. I've, as you know, half my family is Scottish, and every time I go up and see them, they do tell me for about half an hour. I think it's like a Scottish icebreaker. How much better Scotland is than England? <laughs> it's their little. Uh, oh, have, do you know, Tony, that uh, Scotland is the most beautiful country in the United Kingdom? You know, they do that with me. Okay, thank you for letting yes. me know. Good. Yeah. yeah. The, the the one that always comes up here is, do you know that we have the best tap water in all of the world? <laughs> I'm like, really, Dundee, Dundee. Ferry, best tap water in all the world. Okay, I'll uh, I'll believe that. Okay. <laughs> Brilliant. Cool. So, otherwise, how are you doing? We're almost at the end. I know we just had a chat about it, didn't we? So, Scottish lockdown is ends on I think the ninth. English lockdown ends on the nineteenth of July. So, ninth of August for Scotland, ninth of July. So. We're still running through, but I mean, your job doesn't it doesn't really affect you as your job, does it, and stuff like that? No, not so much. Um, I mean, especially even more now that most people have went back to work. I, I mean, I didn't see anybody before because everybody was putting all the the dogs out the backies for me to pick them up and uh, stuff okay. like that. Um, but I don't even, I don't see them in any way, shape, or form now because they're all gone. They're all the way back to their work and everything. So, um, like that, I got a lot of teachers and nurses and stuff that are all. On my round, so. But you have. <laughs> it's like the confessions film. That's, that's what it is. Confessions of a dog walker. It's got, yeah. You've got to do that comic. It's got to be done. The, oh uh, man! <laughs> don't just don't let your missus see it. That's the yeah. best advice I can offer you. Oh, she loves those films. That'd be great. Uh, we're, we're big fans in our house. Yeah. Have you ever yeah. tried watching them? They're fucking awful. Yeah, they are. They're terrible, but they're hilarious. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And there's always someone used to who's now on loose women or something. who gets a kit off. You know, there's always some. Yep. Yeah, all my clothes have dropped off. Yeah. Yep. They're all on uh, they're all on Amazon Prime. That's brilliant. Are they? Yeah. Did yeah, you know are. that was the last Carry On film before Carry On Columbus was Carry On Emmanuel? Did you know that? Oh no, I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ah. Okay. Um and also <laughs> moving on. And uh, I was dropping the carry on knowledge. And <laughs> also is I noticed that uh, that comic smell are now in the garden. You all know like some fancy garden. Yeah, that's it's that that's uh my garden oh, thank you very much nice. um that is all handmade um <laughs> yeah we are uh we didn't get i was a bit gutted we didn't get um the other day we had a, a meeting at the start of the week this week and it was absolutely coming down with rain so uh, we, couldn't, okay. we couldn't do it that way um but yeah before um we did we got in the garden and we chatted a bit of justice league oh nice um, i'm looking forward to that yeah. one so i think oh that's good when's that out do you know um I'm gonna say either the end of next, at the end of next week or the start of the week after. I've not quite decided oh, yet. It, it's taken a wee bit of editing. Um, one because it was the first time we'd met up. It lasted a wee bit longer, and two, I've just got to go through it 
because it was outside, there's uh, some guy plays the stereo at the back of the <laughs> fence. Right. So I've got to edit stuff like that out. And uh, the occasional seagull flies overhead and absolutely squawks its head off. <laughs> birds are not real. Um, we all realise this now. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Birds are not real. Um, but I do have a little bonus episode going up in between. I think you may have already heard it, but it's uh, there is something else going up in between. I'll, I'll just say oh. that. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> remind me later. Remind me later. Don't yeah. Yes, don't say now. The um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that, and uh, that's good because, I, as you know, I'm coming up to see my Scottish cousins. Um, yes. In um, a few weeks' time, and last time I come up to see you geezers was um, the last time I listened to the Justice League one. So I'm going to save that for the journey. So that's yes. nice. So that's a boah ha ha Justice League one, isn't it? Oh yeah. Every time somebody says the boah ha, I know you have to kind of my... kind of have to say oh. it now, don't you? I just always go, it's, Kef- uh, it's uh, Giffen Demetrius. That's what it is. <laughs> Somebody love, goes, oh, the bo-ha-ha. I'm like, don't fucking see it. I know, I know. It's like, it's like, I'm like, it's like a Pavlovian response, isn't it? To oh, say, it is. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, everybody does it. Um, I'm just the silly prick that doesn't like anybody saying it. <laughs> <laughs> Anything that people say like that, that is like, oh, uh, it's like almost like, Oh, oh, I don't know. I'm not even going to say it winds me up too much. But yeah, so that's good. So I'm going to I'm going to listen I'm going to listen to that on my trip up as a little because that's the last time I did that. I'm looking forward to that. So I'm doing a little bit of a tour, a tour of the Highlands or the Lowlands. Um, oh, nice. Fair enough. Cannon's just texted me, so I'm seeing him and uh, Mr. Anderson and you guys. So I'm looking forward to that. It's going to be good fun. Good. Well, is, now, um, sorry, man. There is some there is some extreme comics huffing in that episode. I'll tell you. Oh, that. nice one. Yeah. So it's oh, like weird. glue sniffing for comics, isn't it? Yeah. Oh telling me honestly nando brought some like spanish editions along and i don't know what we actually say it in the podcast but there's something about the quality of the ink and the paper that just oh, oh it's so much better touch of the salsa oh it's amazing yeah, yeah. oh nice i do <laughs> love a foreign edition I, I can't read them but i like to i like to collect foreign editions of favorite comics characters and stuff like that yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 i get that cool now you have chosen something for us it's very different from the last few weeks and i've been enjoying one of these every lunchtime this week. I think I think you have as well. We've been sort of spacing them out, haven't we, a bit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's kind of... We're not going to particularly go into a single issue, but we're going to talk a lot about the work of one individual. Did you want to tell the listeners what that is, dude? Yes. Um, we are talking about a series that has been going since 1989, so it's 32 years. Um, and it is King Cat Comics and Stories by John Porcelino. Wow. Incredible yeah. that it's been going that long, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's just, oh, man, he is like, he is the sort of epitome of DIY and yeah. uh, of just keeping on going and the kind of, the not business, but the art aspect of comics dream, like just going for it and constantly putting your art out there. Like, yeah. it's incredible. Yeah, it's very much the aesthetic that I know you guys talk a lot about up there about shut up and make it you yes know? um yeah. i saw a little quote i read um thoreau at walden which is um not part of the king cat comics scene but it's, um, it's a series but it's by him as well and there's a quote yes. by um david henry thoreau in that let him step to the music he hears and i thought that's perfection that that's is. uh really lovely and that's kind of what he does mm-hmm. where did you first discover his work man uh i first discovered it in the McSweeney's 13, the one that Chris Ware uh, oh, right. okay. had a hand in putting all the comics in and everything. It was the, it was the comics version of McSweeney's. Um, and there was, it came with like two little mini 
comics issues. One by oh, oh, I can't remember the guy's name now. Oh, that's going to really bug me. But there was there was one by somebody else and one little mini supplement king cat. Right. Um, and honestly, I just I remember reading it at the time and going, what like. What have I just read? I feel like <laughs> yeah. something's something's changed. Do you know what I mean? Like up until that moment, I knew comics to be one thing, and now John had just completely shown me something else entirely. There is very and much it, that, isn't there? And yeah. there's it's well, we we'll talk about what it is in a bit, I think, but and we'll also talk about very important, more importantly, is what you draws you to it. I think it's sort of because mm. it's it's a very personal work, isn't it? Yes. Very much so. Did very, you want so. Did you just want to describe what they are for people who haven't seen them? Yeah, they're um, the best way to describe them is it's like John Porcelino's journals in a way. Yeah, um, they are little zines in the best so the best way to describe a zine. So it's it's got dreams, it's got diaries, it's got little bits of poetry. Uh, there's a top 40 section in which yeah. he just lists things that he's experienced from putting the last issue out. Uh, there's fan letters and stuff and correspondence that he's putting with people. It's it's really... It is a journaling of somebody's life. So everything that happens between one issue to the next, when you when you get that next issue, you are getting that entirety of that space and time of his life really yeah and although he he obviously holds stuff back you really do feel like you're getting a piece of john every time you get it you this is something that is this is this is so personal and so he puts so much time and effort into this thing and it's so hand done that you are really taking a piece of john away with him and I, i wonder if that's been his sort of it wasn't was it so it's sort of maison d'etre the whole yeah, time yeah <clears throat> it's heart-wrenchingly honest isn't it yes as well very um, not not in like a not in like a crumb way not in like a <laughs> yeah not in, not in like a, a oh here's me wanking in the toilet or something like that it is it's just it is just, <laughs> it is just him coming soon from that comic smell <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> you never know <laughs> but you know what i mean like crumb p-car stuff like that they're all very like honest to a point where you're like oh you know this is god i've never known somebody be so honest with their thoughts and feelings this is there is such a tremendous amount of of emotion and 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 feeling of of a person and getting across i'm not a spiritual person in any way shape or form but it is like getting the soul of somebody in a, in a comic and it sounds so pretentious to say that and it's it's no, the least pretentious yeah. it's the least pretentious thing going as well in sort of style and and and, and everything yeah um but it's it really is it's like it's like putting an entirety of a soul into into a comic and you say that and you think of like this big massive tome this phone book or whatever and it is really just this a5 yeah, I was going to ask you a bit about format as well now. Yeah, it's so just it's, this A5 black and white thing. It's great. It's um, Yeah, you're right. It's an A5 black and white card stock almost, yes. isn't it? Um, yeah. Nice card stock cover. The interior pages are not thin paper by any means. It's a nice, it's a nice strong package. It is boldly white, so boldly yes. black and white. 
it almost makes me think I don't want to get it dirty. You know, you don't want to get a coffee stain on it or something. There's a bit of that. Very much so. Yeah. Very, very much so. And it's now I was quite shocked because we've both read eighty, haven't we? You've got eighty, haven't you? Um, yes. I was quite surprised to see that the dream sec- section in um, uh, eighty is in is actually in type. It's actually in computer type, like Calibri, Calibri Body mm-hmm. Ten, or you know, it's one of those sort of things. You know. Um, yeah. And because mostly previous to that, it's been handwritten. It's very readable. Don't don't think it's sort of scribbly because it's not. He's got, um, you know, it's not really. Um, he, he spaces out the letters and it's not really joined up writing. It's it's very readable. But in this one, there is something that he's typed out in relation to his dreams, isn't it? You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. It's it, it is very strange. But then he, he he plays and experiments with things throughout as well. I mean, the yeah. the issue before. Um, number seventy nine. I think that's the first time I've ever seen, uh, like a guest, um, comic. Oh, of in course, it. yeah, yeah. And um, it totally changes the dynamic of it as well. Yeah. Uh, although that one in eighty is is typed out, it still feels like John. Yeah. And I know this is, you know, it's a story about John, but it's you can really tell that it's somebody else that's doing it. Yeah, when I first saw it, when I flicked through, I thought, oh, because he's got, as we'll talk about it in a bit, he's got a very sort of simplistic art style. I thought, is this him? I don't want to say drawing properly, maybe drawing differently, I suppose is the phrase I want to use. Um, yeah. But no, it is someone else, isn't it? A friend of yes. his. But it's kind of slightly about him, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, about yeah. them going to our gallery. Yeah, that's really nice. Did you want to just. Let's talk a little bit about the art style. So it is quite simplistic in line style isn't it i'm gonna say um and i'm i'll be honest with you when i first saw it i thought i didn't like it that much i thought it was maybe a little too simplistic for me um i bought it off you your recommendation actually and funny enough when you were saying about how you discovered it i just presumed you'd discovered it through um your friendship or your um being a a reader of um noah van skyver because i know they're good buddies aren't they Yeah. yeah 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 Um, don't get me wrong, that probably helped me to um, move on to actual issues of King Cat and, right. and to make to make to explore it more. Um, watching conversations between him and uh, between John and, and Noah and stuff it, that probably helped. But I already had it implemented that John was somebody to keep an eye on okay. and was somebody yeah. to follow along with. Yeah, um, I'd already I'd already been humming and hoeing at that point to become a a King Cat Club member, so <laughs> yeah, I um, which I am. Yeah, oh, good man, good. You got you get a little membership card sent don't you, through, don't you? I do. Yeah, he yeah, writes on. Yeah, I carry it with me all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Funny enough, I got my Birds Are Not Real membership card through today as well. In sort of slightly different <laughs> stories, but the, uh, <laughs> the <laughs> um, I'd heard of John Porcelino, but very much because I just heard of him through that scene. And I'm going to yeah. say that scene. I'm going to say. Um, it's a very broad term, but the TCAF scene, I suppose. Yeah. I suppose that's yeah, yeah. how I've seen it. And he, he has, in the past, done quite a lot of conventions and stuff. But, yeah, the um, uh, by the way, before I go any further, please go back and listen to your interview on that comic smell with um, Noah Van Skyver. Loved it, man. Brilliant. Oh, really thank good. You, thank yeah, you. yeah. That's, that's, that's what I want out of my interviews, just two blokes. If I want a proper interview, I'll listen to Radio 4, but not a proper. If I want an academic interview, I just want to hear two people talking to each other honestly then that was rude that's exactly i think that's your best interview man i really do think that's so good 
Yeah. Oh, thank you, dude. Yeah. I absolutely loved it. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. Loved and you it. can tell he did as well because he wants to come back, doesn't he? So he said yeah. he'd come back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was I was almost as excited of you for that one as I was when you did Durf as well when you interviewed Durf. Yeah. And I, got, I got quite excited. Oh my god, I got to listen to this. Yeah, good. Anyway, moving on. So yeah, the art style has a simplistic side to it, doesn't it? It's um, there's no shading. Um, no. It's it feels borderline at first glance immature, but isn't. There's a depth to it, isn't there? Yeah, very much so. And um, it's funny because I look at it and think like. I'm, I, I was kind of much like you in the sense that when I read that sort of first little one, I was like, well, anybody could do this. Yeah. Uh, anybody could, you know, ape that style or whatever. But I tell you, I've tried to ape it recently, just even just to do like a wee freehand thing. And it, it just must be because he's done it for so long or something. But yeah. it's a lot harder than you would think. <laughs> yeah, he's saying a lot with a little, isn't he? Which is a kind yeah. of often what comics do well. It's it's all it's all about pairing stuff back uh, to the complete bare minimum, yeah. just so that just so that you know what it is that he's trying to get across. He's trying to convey a message in as least a detailed way as possible, so that you get more out of it. Yeah, um, you're 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 getting more out of the work by there being less, sort of thing. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and there's a real depth to everything he does. And um, the thing that really strikes me when I'm reading it every time is um, the detail he remembers of things. Yes. Even because yes. some of them, and we'll talk about this in a bit, some of them are flashbacks to his childhood and stuff. And he says, I remember being over his fr- his house and I cycled home and I saw a squirrel on the way home and stuff like that. I can't remember any of that sort of thing, man. Yeah. It's all yeah, the chemicals that have gone in my body over the years. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's quite astounding, isn't it? Well, it's like perfect example. Um, most of that is all from him in his teenage years, and yeah. it wasn't done until well later. Now I know he's. I think he's probably taking notes and stuff. As it seems, he is quite a journaler anyway. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but to to go that much, like an entire sort of graphic novel, as they say, of stuff um, from your teen years. Like mm. I couldn't remember any of that. Yeah. You know, I skate. I skated here. I went to this person's house. We sat in, on this thing. I'm like, God, he's either detailed every single thing from that night in a journal and went back on it, or he's just got a damn good memory. Like, yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. Well, let's talk a little bit. Let's just um, do this biog. John Porcelino, 18968, born Chicago, um, talks about being a spinner rack guy himself. Um, he has been making comics for absolutely decades. Yeah. Um, he and I are age-wise pretty contemporary, but he self started self-publishing in 1982 when I make him 13 or 14. So that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. He began King Cat Comics in 1989, like you said, and he's so far to this point published 80 issues. We've just got you and I have just both got the 80th issue, and that's kind of a lockdown. It has lockdown stuff in it. Yes. Um, he um, he's had the first thing he had was I think it's called Grinding Wheels Enterprises and that was a distro um, and then it became Spit and a Half which it still is isn't it yes um, it is yeah that's cool. kind of his record company as well oh, he, he does uh, he does yeah he does sort of um, band stuff on it and stuff as well oh we didn't realise that yeah quite an extensive back catalogue of comics and stuff on there I know Bubbles is on there for example there's a lot of stuff you'd recognise a lot of stuff you wouldn't I think yeah yeah very much so yeah I really must he, order he, off him I think he he does he 
I think Spit and a Half really covers the sort of length and breadth of self-publishing in the US. Oh, okay. Oh, well, that's but by the look from what I've seen. Yeah, no, no, I can quite believe that, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he is he is quite well networked. For a guy who's obviously quite private um, and has had his demons, you know, and we all, we've read about them and heard about him and he's, he's had his demons. He's actually quite, he's very well liked and he's quite networked, isn't he? He yeah. does a lot of conventions and a lot of the mini comics are about his travels around the country you know yeah 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 very much so the he other, does, he, sorry, he's done a lot he's done a lot of living in other parts of the u.s and, and yeah. whatnot as well yeah and he, i aspire to do what he's done so i think you, you can read i don't it's weird isn't it we're talking about him like there's there's an element that makes us feel like we know him but there's yes. also an element that we will be talking about very personal things that he has done because we've read them in the comic where if it was me and you talking about a friend, a mutual friend of ours, about you know the relationships he'd have. I certainly wouldn't be comfortable about putting them on a podcast, you know, or yeah. probably even talking about them. But because they're there in King Cat Comics, we know that he was married. We know yes. that he had serious OCD issues and he's had some quite bad stomach problems. And we also know that he is now living with a woman who was a fan of his comic and used to write him letters. Um, yes, and I'm guessing the letters were because he has quite an extensive letters page, doesn't he? In, in uh, and and they have a, a familiar um friendly atmosphere to the letters people were writing about what their kids have done you know and all this sort of thing um and he he married one of his the people he wrote i think he married a recently was that in a recent i think i read that in a recent issue they, uh, they went to go and get married and it was the wasn't the, weren't they closing down because of lockdown yeah, that or something was, yeah that was in 80 oh um, right yeah yeah that was him in stephanie yeah steph yeah yeah, it was him and Steph. Yeah, they rushed the they rushed the marriage through. Um, they called it they called it a shotgun wedding. Well, it was like a shotgun wedding, but it was a lockdown wedding. That's it. Because they yeah. they knew that the courthouse was going to be locked down. Uh, they, they went along the next to, to sign a to sign you know to sign the license for a future wedding sort of thing, and they said, "Oh no, we're going to lock down." And he says, "Is there anyone who could get us married now?" And they've kind of just yeah. got married on the spot. That was lovely, absolutely lovely. Yeah, yeah, quite quite touching. Like a lot of his work, you know, we'll talk about the, you know, the emotion that gets poured into it. The couple of other things I want to mention. Perfect example, which is a graphic novel chronicling his teenage struggles with depression. Um, he did King Cat Classics, which has been released from Drawn and Quarterly, which are big old doorsteps of books. I think have you got some of them? Have you? Yeah, I've got Perfect Example, and I've got King Cat Classics. Oh, okay. um, I've also got Diary of a Mosquito Abatement Man, which was from. Oh, yes. Uh, oh, Ellie Mano. I don't know. Lamano. Oh, okay. Is that his? Actually, I'm, I'm saying, not certain. Looks, there's, there's yeah. all, he's a, he's a nut. He's a, well, it works brilliantly for us comic collectors, but he's a nut for putting footnotes in about where things come from as well, isn't he? And I noticed yeah. that a lot of his stuff comes from um, uh, other books and, you know, anthologies. And, oh, this was originally in this. Oh, you know what we're mentioning now? That came from that anthology. You know, there's, there's a lot of that going on. There's a real. Um, you know, um, and a Kappa chart of you know links and who yes. who where he's appeared and stuff like that. There's a movie about him called Root Hog or Die. Yeah, it's great. Is it? I've only seen the advert so far. Oh, I must watch yeah, it's, that. Yeah, it's, it's really really good. You can get it um, online through. Oh God, uh, Kilgore Books. Oh, they're okay. um, they're uh, they're Gum Road. You can get it. I think it's I think it's only like I want to say it's like four or six bucks. One of the two. I'll have a look for that. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's really good. It's really good. Um, there's it's, a it's, sorry, man. It's very. I was going to say it's very DIY, like his aesthetic. Right. Good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I saw there's quite a lot of him wandering about in nature and you know that sort yeah. of thing. Yeah. Um, 
the he suffered is it's a hospital suite is the book detailing his frustrating encounters with the US healthcare system. Um, he suffers has suffered from very serious OCDs and he's had hyperacusis, which is sensitivity to certain sounds. Um, currently lives in, tell me if I'm saying this right, Beloit, Wisconsin. Beloit, yeah. Beloit. Yeah. Um, and also writes poetry that he self publishes in collections, which I haven't read. Um, a big thinker, isn't he? And yeah, there's, um, I went through his blog the other day. Um, if you go to his Twitter, there's a link tree, and you can you can you can feed off it. I'll give some of the links out at the end of the program. But the um, a lot of interestingly on his blogs, certainly if you if you go chronologically from the start of it, a lot of photography, um, a very I don't know if you if you if you were an alien and all you knew about Earth was looking at um, John's photography, you'd think the the human race had died out and he was the only person left alive because <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of, sort of bleak roads and closed down shops and old barns and woods and you know it's that sort of thing on there isn't it quite beautifully bleak but uh, yeah. yeah um and occasionally he creeps those photographs into his work we get the odd one there's a picture of i think his there's a the photograph of his mum on the back of one of them and yes on that yeah um just a, a view across a field and stuff like that yeah yeah, yeah, very interesting. Um, we'll talk about some of the themes in a minute, but what I wanted to do briefly, as a, as a, um, just as almost like a break between sections, is talk a little bit about diary comics. Um, oh, nice. Do I, I, I was beginning to form a distinction between diary and autobiographical in my head when I read this. Is that something you see as two things, or or are they inseparable? Do you think? <sighs> um. In a way, you, in a way, yes and no, <clears throat> because I think it just all depends on how the person approaches it. Really, um, hmm. I think diary. I think diary to me feels like you know the everyday. It just it's it's sort of going from motion to motion. There's there's no sort of. I don't, there doesn't necessarily there isn't necessarily a flow to it. It's okay. just a case of this happened and then this happened and yeah, then this happened not... kind of thing. I see what you mean. Uh, so almost like if if I get what you're saying, almost like an autobio comic has a story arc. You know, this is yes. the story of the time I you know fell down the stairs. But a diary comic is something that just carries on. Yes, as it, I like to make the 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 sort of. Um, distinction slash comparison uh, with the sort of 24 hour comics that people do okay that's yeah. more of a kind of diary aspect if yeah. you're looking if you're looking for a clear delineation between the two the 24 24 hour comics is usually a, a, what people would call a diary comic because it just diaries what happens in that 24 hour period and it is literally just a case of i did this at one hour i did this at one hour i did this at one hour which is what a lot of them are like even if it's going from day to day as opposed to hour to hour yeah. is a case of what's happened within that day or a moment that's happened within that day. Um, Kachalka does it with his American Elf. First thing I had on the list was Kachalka, yeah, I agree yeah. completely. Yeah, um, And that's diary comics, whereas autobio is usually a story. It's usually a point of yeah. the, the, it's, it's about a specific moment or something and then it's ex extrapolated across so many pages, you know, so many hundreds or, yeah. or so many tens of pages. Um, or it's about somebody's life on a whole, and then they kind of trunk like put it all into this this sort of hundred page story or whatever. Yeah. But it's 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 that thing. It's that's the thing I would say between a an autobio and a and a diary. But at the same point, 
it's a fine line, isn't it? I think it's a very yeah. fine line, and yeah. also that whole thing with American Elf, uh, the comparison with American Elf again, and even maybe with 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 John's stuff as well. That they they do, they do have the diary aspect to them, really. But there's something else. They are something else to it, and there yeah. they, there feels like there's a tie to them. It feels like there's a there's a tie within the year of American Elf. It feels like there's a tie within the time that's passed in King Cat. Yeah, it does. Yeah, there's a sort of theme or an element to it, but they would be classed as diary. And I think there's there's also a lot of people that take off of those two as an example and adapt that themselves and would say that they were either autobio or diary. You know, so it's it's hard to make that distinction. It's it's easy it's easy on a sort of uh, if you're just trying to explain it to somebody quickly, you can say these are diary. Yeah. these are autobio. Or it's whatever. a good description, but... isn't it? It's a good title for these books. I yes. Think. Yeah, yeah. 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 I agree, man. And the the nature of a diary comic is, it, to me, you don't leave anything out. You're doing a diary of your life. Yes. But an autobio yeah, yeah. uh, is a story about, like we said, about falling down the stairs. You don't have to put in the fact that later in the day you got psoriasis, or you know, it's not the. It's yeah. You're co- you're covering the bro- the broad strokes. You you're covering the thing that makes it. That that tells the story in the best way possible, not detailing everything that happened to make sure that you don't leave anything out. Yeah, and you can tell that's why John, in a way, maybe does it because of this need to the OCD need in him. You know, it's almost that, isn't it? He's got yeah. to. There's a chronicling of it. The 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 way where, where I was going to go a little bit with this is um is let's let's try and pose it this way and get into the, into the discussion this way. But is it something that you would be comfortable doing about your life? I've thought about this a lot. Yeah. Um, not really, not really, because a lot of the people within my life are quite private. Okay. Yeah. I'm not really that private a person. I am in a way, and to some respect, I am. I am private. I, I, there's certain aspects that I don't like to talk about and stuff, but I just don't mm. talk about them. Um, yeah. yeah, we had a conversation about this earlier, actually. Funny enough. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, but there's the you know but there is certain things that I don't mind I don't mind putting out there because there's not a lot of people involved in it but I don't know like I wouldn't be I wouldn't be comfortable uh detailing what happens within my day because it involves my dogs and my other half and I know that my other half she's extremely private and okay. she wouldn't want it, she yeah. wouldn't want she, she probably wouldn't even like me saying this line right now you know yeah I get you <laughs> um, yeah. but yeah. yeah she's she's a very private person so lot, stuff like that probably not but at the same point, I wouldn't mind telling stuff maybe about like my earlier years, about being okay. an idiot, idiot teenager or whatever, or um, and just sort of retelling, set like redoing people's names or whatever or places, and just making it so that it doesn't really yeah tie in with with real life, but just still detailing and chronic. I was thinking that's the that's the approach telling. that Fingerman took for me. You know, yeah, it's not yeah, quite yeah. his life, but if you. If you're friends with him, you know which bits are. You know, it's almost yeah. like that, isn't it? Yeah, I am. Um, I'm the same man. I don't. I, I'm, because I don't think you need to be self-obsessed. I don't think you need to have a super ego to be someone who does a diary comic. I think the fact that John proves that because he is, you know, obviously a very nice dude. You know, he's not that that ego that we see a lot of times in comics. But I do worry that I, I don't want to put myself out there. I had this discussion with. 
dearth when we had him on the show. I know we're, we're both big fans, and you you got me to be a fan of his. A bit like this, actually. Um, yeah. And and I, I mentioned Autobio to him in relation to Dharma, because Dharma is obviously a book about Dharma and not about him. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and, he, and I said, is it about putting yourself out there? And he says, yeah, that's exactly I don't want to put myself out there. And I don't want to put myself out there. I don't, I don't want me to be this and this to be me and people to see that to be me, if that makes sense. I yeah, think, you're um, almost you're almost yeah. then defined by what it is. Yeah, um, in a way which isn't exactly the best. Yeah, and um, we all have a public, whether it be on a podcast or it just be talking to the bloke in the local shop. We have a public persona that yeah. very few people really get under the skin of, don't they? You know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I, I mean, I have done something. I've written something that was quite personal and was a moment in my life that I right. didn't feel. Um, really comfortable talking about until a certain moment until a certain point and after i got it out there yeah there was a great weight was lifted so i, I kind of sometimes feel like maybe doing stuff like that does maybe yeah, help that to it, definitely yeah to talk about something i think yeah i think even from a point you know yeah in a you know blatantly american kind of thing therapy you know is there a sort of therapy session to it but yeah i think you're right i do worry that um there's a lot of especially in comics there's a lot of people who don't quite get everything you know there's and i worry that they would misinterpret stuff sometimes yeah I, i i think there's also the aspect of when you um sort of drill something down just to one little strip or one story or something it almost defines you then because then people see you as that that person that did that yeah you know so so you are then defined by that thing as opposed to yeah exactly does that make sense yeah there's that that one event and is even in a broader in broader strokes for example people who have never read my book the whore chronicles go oh he's a bloke who writes comics about whores you know, yeah. like, well, that's not what it's about. But it's someone who go, oh, King Cat Comics by John Porcelino. Oh, he writes about cats. Oh, nice. You know, it's almost yeah. like that. As in, you, you really need drilling it. And I, I didn't really find my feet in recognising John through his comics till I got, like, two or three issues in um, yeah. to this. And there's a lot there's a lot to them. And I could never... I could do it because, it's you know, it's not nuclear science. But I would find it difficult to do this, I think, to put myself out there especially over a period of what 35 years now or something you know, yeah of putting yeah, myself yeah. out there like that and but i do in me is a, is a huge admiration for people who can do it and maintain it and make it interesting which he's done i think yeah i think it's um it's the way of the artist though isn't it yeah that's true you know all these people that do paintings and everything as well i mean yeah. you you're, you're really bearing your soul you're really putting a bit a bit of your yourself out there and then to make it that extra bit more personal as well. I mean, obviously painters do it quite a lot, and yeah. you know, expressionists and whatnot. But but doing it in sort of comics and doing it in sort of zine form and putting it out there, you 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 really riding, riding that line between just cartoonist and comic maker and artist. Yeah, you know? and we we need to give a bit of ourselves, don't we? Yes. You know, to to make it true art. There's nothing you can't just sit down and think. Oh, I think I'll write a story about a spaceship today because it's not going to turn out well. <laughs> there's, there's, there needs to be something to it. There needs to be a depth to it. And I think a lot of people don't get that anymore. I think they yeah. think, oh, I'm just going to do a story about a dog or something. And you're like, yeah, okay. Um, is there anyone currently working in the UK who um, is ticking those boxes for you at all? Or <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Dave. 
Dave, of course there is. Yeah, good old yeah. Dave. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I don't think I've ever said it to him actually, but I actually draw a lot of parallels between him and and uh, and John. Maybe not yeah. on a, a personal level, but you know, work ethic. Um, a, a lot of the, the, some of the strips that he's put out there. Um, I mean, I know Dave can be more. I think Dave is more sort of um, more thought out and more humorous in, in a lot yeah, of okay. aspects as well and he sort of plays with the form and, and stuff like that but you know there's a, sim- a simplicity and a and a uh and a sort of experimental vibe that goes between the two that i, th- I think really sort of yeah. overlap you know um god i'm trying to think if there's I, anybody else really a cu- cu- couple of others i'll name so simon morton um oh i don't know simon morton i have a look man you'll like his stuff there's um there's de- definite parallels. Simon's okay. a creator. I think he's out like Bristol or something. I've known Simon for years, and he does some interesting stuff. Um, and maybe this is just because of the art style, but there's a sense of personality that I warm to in the same way I warm to John's stuff is Elizabeth Querstrit. Oh, think, yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good show, actually. Yeah. I think she does stuff, and she's also in the same way that John is an open book in his comics she's very much like you know it's cathartic and uh heartfelt at times but funny at times and you know yeah. cutesy at times when it needs to be and um and i i really think that's the crux of why i warm to diary or auto bio comics is they're com- one they're coming from the heart of someone actually like from a genuine place and two they're actually people i quite like yes you know i think i i john can be quite spiky in interviews i've seen him you know he's, there's there's an element of he's probably not the bloke i'd speak to in the streets sometimes when he's got his hood up indoors you know he looks he looks a bit angry sometimes but i really i and that's i sense that i i don't know him i don't know him at all but i sense that i kind of know him through the comics and i get that same sense through simon morton work and through elizabeth's work yes um, uh, I like Simon. I'm, I like and I'm friends with Elizabeth. But the it's there's there's definitely something there for me around that. I think there's yeah. certain people in comics who, if they did an autobiographical comic or a diary comic, I would run a fucking mile, you know, <laughs> rather than read it. <laughs> but, uh, That's true. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you know what? you're spotting with Elizabeth stuff actually? Um, God, I would I would kill to see her do something like more in this vein. I know yeah. she does a lot of stuff that's kind of like this in this vein, but it's usually sort of focused stories. Always theme focused, yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. Um, I, I would kill to see something like that. She's she's great, but um, I think um, I think also where I draw the parallel with Dave is that I, I find the two of them to be quite similar individuals, not just on a creative sense. Yeah, um, they're very considered when they're spoken to. Um, they're like you say i don't think dave i don't think dave's spiky but i think that people maybe think he is when, yeah dave's, dave's, a, dave's a good dude do you know what i mean yes but the first yeah. time i ever met that i love this story by the way i've never i don't think i've ever verbalized it but it's something i think about a lot is the first time i ever met dave is i met him with you you and i had met and we'd walked into dundee to meet him and yes. we were by the desperate dan statue weren't we and dave walked up and he had a pair of sunglasses that came straight out of top gun on yeah, <laughs> and I remember seeing him and thinking that's genius. You know what yeah. I mean? It's uh, yeah, but someone who didn't who didn't know his comics and didn't think, oh, what's he got those on for? He's, who's he? Swan in his way yeah. through Dundee in those re- silver reflective <laughs> sunglasses. But it's totally Dave. You know what I mean? It's like genius. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
he's not a he's not a, a small person either. Like yeah, Dave's exactly. really yeah. tall. Yeah, Dave's Dave's exceptionally tall. He's but he's you know I, I think the the feeling that I get off of both of them off of John and and Dave is that they they're very considered and very thoughtful and quite quite a slow pace that giving you what you want even though but it's because they're can they're really taking into account everything that you said to them you know they're real listening to everything that you said yeah now i think also they come across as to the, the kindest people that you'll ever meet okay yeah yeah you know i, I mm-hmm. love listening to john speak because I, I always just i feel a kindness in his in his soul and i, I, I very much get the same out of dave i know he's my mate you know he's my he's one of my yeah. best friends but you know, very much so. Every time I speak to Dave, even even if we're having a having a, a go about something, you know, having a go about something in an issue or or something like that, uh, there's always just sort of a, a big hearted kindness behind them as he's, yeah, as he's chatting. Yeah, and you get that sense of Noah Van Skyville when he's talking to John Bonsolino, or even just when Noah is talking about him. There's almost yes. like um, he he um, there's sort of a big brotherly aspect to their relationship, isn't there? I think sometimes. Well, I think yeah. Noah said in the interview that. Uh, he he did that with John at the start that he he sort of almost glommed on him like a father figure. Oh, okay, yeah, I get you, yeah, yeah, Because um, yeah. he did the he did the same with Eric Reynolds. Um, it's just it's sort of bigger, sort of more elder statesman, as they say. You know, he's just he sort of drifts towards them and sees them as like these these father figures. I and you. I get that. I get where he's coming from with that. I've done that in my yeah we all have man we all have yeah. in our careers or in our personal lives yeah definitely yeah um let's get on to some of the themes before i do i just want to mention radish reviews so just to give you a little taste he actually did a page <laughs> about reviewing radishes which i thought was quite yeah. cool yeah good he's clearly like scribbled some radishes and thought that looks quite cool i might include that he knows a bit of that you know yeah i thought it looked great yeah it did yeah it really did didn't it yeah yeah bunch of radishes i've never seen i've never seen anybody actually render a bunch of radishes before <laughs> uh what was that was that 76 i can't remember uh... now I've, I've been reading one at lunchtime and there's one we're going to talk about in a minute which uh you and b- broke us both um oh. <laughs> i was a mess i'm still i'm still choked up uh, yeah it was it was 76 radish reviews weird and earthy spicy not bad <laughs> <laughs> Now, one of the other things is I noticed very much through his photography, through his comics, and through his writing is um, his love of nature. Yes, that really is reflected in Theroux, man. So I'm looking forward to you reading it. Um, there's genuine. You can see why he did a book on it um, because right. there's there's a comparisons to be made between Porcelino and Theroux, who's a, a sort of American philosopher. Um, he 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 lived on his own. He decided to live very basically somewhere within you know and 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 commune with nature, which is what Porcelino does a lot in his books as well. Yeah. Both are deep thinkers um, in their own way um, and both relish this living amongst nature thing. You know, it's, it's, it's a real thing of his. But there's, I think I put it in the notes, Jude, that he talks a lot about nature, in for, almost to the point where he, he, he keeps a note of how many woodchucks he sees every year and yeah. what flowers are coming up and, you know, this sort of thing. And he always has dogs and cats living with him and, and we'll, um, we'll definitely talk about that in a second. But the... I don't know why there's just a loneliness for me with this man amongst nature thing that comes over. I find it um, when it is they he has a partner, so I'm sure he's not a lonely man. But this sort of pensive, thoughtful out looking at birds in a field and looking up at the sky and stuff, it just comes across as quite quietly, sadly lonely in a way, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, it's the life of an artist, isn't it? Yeah. 
I know I know I keep coming back to that and I know it's it's gonna sound pretentious as hell. Um <clears throat> but it is. You know, it's that whole thing of like when when you have some sort of creative outpouring that you you need to do, you have an an actual need, an actual true artist, a person yeah. who needs to put it out there. There is a loneliness that comes with that because only you can understand that. At the end of the day, you can explain it away to somebody, and they can sit there and go, "Yeah, I understand," but they do, they're never going to fully understand exactly what you're saying. Yeah, only you have that, and I think that's the kind of internal struggle that he has. So he ends up disappearing into things like nature and and the, and King Cat and everything. It's it's all things that that's okay, yeah. spark loneliness, but it is it's an it's an artist pursuit. To me, it's the ability to um, to dig deep. You know, to yeah. to get out of, and it's probably the reason that Twitter's ruining comics, you know, because <laughs> everyone seems to write as if they're talking on Twitter. But the you know social media and these just in general terms, all of these distractions, are stop us producing those things. You know, I I write my personal best stuff, which you know, mm. I, isn't great, but it, it it satisfies me the most. Yes. when i write on my own so i've there's the old david mamet book isn't there writing in restaurants i think it's called or something and oh, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he found that he could write in restaurants better than he could write at home and i do the same i, I have to there's an allowance of concentration there's a lack of distraction and there's also that ability you know the ability you have to dig deep because it's just you and the pad or you and the computer screen and yeah. his lonely his solitariness i suppose that's a word allow allow him to dig to dig that to dig that deep into himself and that's where all art comes from it comes yeah. from ourselves interpret what's that francis bacon say art is just the 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 human's interpretation of something else and it can be an emotion or it can be a color or it can be a field or it can be you know a life you know it's it's yeah no it's, it's an interesting concept and to have that 80 now issues of i don't know how many pages each one is and i suspect that's probably changed but what 40 it pages has. i suppose something like that yeah yeah. It just kind of it grows and shortens depending on what he feels right. like, you know. Yeah. If you look at the pile, if you actually hold the pile, if you've got what I, like what I've got in front of me, seventy-three to eighty. Yeah. You you can actually see a difference in thickness oh, you can, as it goes you? up yeah. to eighty. Yeah. Yeah, seventy-two is a lot thinner than, for example, eighty, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Um, <clears throat> of course, the other thing he deals with a lot is um, uh, mental illness. In you know, in in, in its broad strokes. Yeah. Is there's a lot about mental health issues, isn't there, in these? Yeah, there is. Um, do you know what? It's, it's a bit that it's, it's really, it's a lot to do with like happiness. He, he, he equates it to that quite a lot. Yeah. <clears throat> and it was a bit that I actually picked. It was a bit that I actually picked up in, in perfect example. I, I don't know if I sent it to you or not, or if I, I just maybe put it on the Slack or something. Okay. But there's a, there's a bit that kind of sums up a wee bit. Um, He's uh, told to cut the grass by his by his mum, and he's like, "Yeah, sure thing." So he, you know, it's him filling up the the mower, and he's like, "Oh, I like mowing the lawn," and just all of a sudden, it's like he just twigs. There's a couple of panels of him mowing the lawn, looking at his face, and then he just twigs, and he's like, "I see now that I create my own unhappiness." Oh God! Yeah, yeah the thing, but it's quite good though. It's it's you know, the things that happen to me aren't in themselves good or bad. It's the way I re react to them that makes them good or bad. Ah, if wow, I okay. Change, 
if I could change the way I react to the world, then I could change the way I feel and I could be happy. I could see things as they really are and I could be happy. And it's just him sort of mowing the lawn and putting the clippings in and putting them in the bin and stuff like that. But yeah. that line, oh my God. It breaks, you know, that comes it? Ne- yeah. yeah, it comes nearer the end of sort of perfect example. Not that it's spoiling or anything yeah, or yeah. anything like that. It's just, you know, I think he, he I think he kind of struggles with that. He he does he's had mental health struggles as as it's went on and I think these are, are, are a way of coping with it in a way and, and, and there's a lot of there's a lot of artistic people and stuff around him that kind of, yeah. I think, understand that. You see a lot of that in sort of Root Hog and Root Hog or Die as well. Right, okay, I'm looking forward uh, to seeing that now, yeah. yeah there's a, there's there's a quote I heard him say, I can't remember if it was in the Noah Van Skyver interview or another one, he said, whatever small enjoyment I got out of making comics was far outweighed by the misery and the pain. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Really? I mean, we're making it sound like it's sort of, oh, God cut your wrists kind of comics but there's not there's a joy a certain joy to them on occasion isn't there yeah. you know there's a certain yeah. um, a love of nature and a you know a talking about birdsy scene and you know birds in my yard and feeding the birds during quarantine that's a little story and you know there is a there is a well it's real life isn't it so there's a joy and a misery yeah. all in all in the one comic sometimes um there's there's just plain observations and stuff as well it's a total palate cleanser yeah it's it's John's stuff is something to be I think it's something to be consumed daily because with all the mess and everything that's going on in your life and you you know you're running from one job to the next and you're having to clean the house and you're having to get ready and everything like that just take a minute and read a, a yeah. King Cat John Porcelino strip just even a couple of panels something just an, an observation of him you know uh, seeing a bird or uh, you know he's going and seeing dogs and he's 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 actually just wrote a three line poem of him like walking yeah. down the street dogs in Beloit you know stuff like that it's just feeling a sense of home and happiness and and uh, and being yeah you know just 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 general being and that's that's something that's very important I think for this kind of book whether it be you know a comic or a zine or um, just pure fiction is having the ability to put yourself in a pl- to put the reader in a place with you so I feel that I know Beloit even though I have not got a Scooby Doo, what it's like. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's yeah. we, all we get is blank fields and a couple of trees, but somehow um, we seem to think we're there with him, and I think that's yeah. a real sign of his craft in this. You know? Yeah, very much so. Yeah, good stuff. Um, now, okay, okay. So I know this is going long. I know we talked about this, but <laughs> the uh, I think before we finish and before I have a ch- quick chat with you about what you're up to, I think we should we should. Um, talk about issue 75 now if you're going to buy a copy of this in a way 75 to me is my favorite it's also the saddest and it's also not actually super representative of the other ones because it doesn't have a lot of the other stuff in there i don't think it's got a top yeah. 40 or i don't think it's got it hasn't got the extensive letter page or anything like that and it yeah. is um did you want to describe what what uh, 75 is oh <laughs> um, i'm still i'm still reeling off of having read it um Number 75 is an entire issue of King Cat dedicated to his cat, Maisie. Yes. And it actually has a picture of Maisie on the front with the words Maisie Love. Yeah. Um, And you're right, it doesn't have any letters pages, no top 40, nothing. There's no little blurb on the inside. The only thing that's on the inside cover is a picture of 
Maisie springing into action, you know, that he's that he's drawn. And it details how he came to find Maisie, his life with Maisie, uh, through his illnesses, his divorces, multiple moves, everything. And then, obviously, pets and animals get old, so the untimely death of Maisie. Yeah. And, oh... Yeah. I, I Like, I feel... I ugly cried. I'm just going to say I ugly cried. I was a mess. I was an utter mess of snot and and everything. And it's good because he ends it just a couple of pages shy of of the actual end of the book. So he's he's got he sort of ended it on a paragraph that I can't actually read right now. But yeah, he's, yeah, he's yeah. En- ended ended it on a paragraph. And he, he's got it sort of sh- the lines have sort of slowly disappeared till it's just this par- paragraph ending with my love, and then that's it. Yeah, and uh, then when you go over the page to kind of almost cheer you up as before you go out, he's got some of Maisie's favorite games. Yeah, it's like facts just... of Maisie, isn't it? It's like a fact page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah then... no, it's great. And he, I, I almost feel like he's come back to that. You know, he's come yeah, back yeah. to do that. You know, he's he's felt the sadness. And what he does is he uses a number of narrative techniques in this where there's sometimes there's almost just a floating head. Sometimes yeah. there's like nothing. It's just words, and occasionally he does a six-panel grid on one of the pages, and the first panel is there isn't one. Um, yeah. It's it it sort of you know it's walking you into the light, you know, but it's also slowing you down and making you feel, you know, the lack of any anything that real is happening, you know, as as Maisie leaves him, and you know it's 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 cutesy, it's funny, it's story, it's you know it's there's a real narrative this is this is for me because i haven't read any of the big collections apart from throw this is the one that is the long read you know about yeah. the life but it doesn't feel like a long read i happily read it over lunch and stuff and you know yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a great read yeah I, I i put this down and sat there for a few minutes yeah i've got to tell you yeah yeah he um he eases you into it as well you've almost got the false sense of his security that he felt yeah. you know he keeps saying like oh yeah she's you know she is getting older and you just don't even think about it until it's like that with him. It just kind of suddenly hits and it just oh, it just turns from there. But do you know what? It's easy enough to say, like, oh, it's the death of a pet in a comic. And people have done that. People yeah. have done stuff. Of it and and you, know, you see loads of them and it's almost like, you know, uh, Self, There's a self-indulgence to it sometimes. I yeah, don't feel that yeah. off this. I don't, I don't get this off this because it's, I suppose, part of this magnus opus of his, you know, this big ongoing thing. Yeah, um, and it's... it's um, I kind of feel like this is the best representation of showing you how animals are, like pets and and, and animals in general, are friends of ours, they're family members of ours. This has been the best representation of that so far. I've seen, I've read countless amounts of comics with dogs, cats, everything, and, you know, the the people have tried to put it all around this one animal and and show that it's a part of the family and stuff. And although they're great... They've never had the heart that this has had. They've never shown you the animal actually being like visualized as 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 the, the, the everything to this person. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so there's a depth to it, isn't there? There really is. Yeah, yeah you you oh. feel it, and he does that. He builds you up. You know, you feel it. You you carry. You walk down the road with them. You're in the room with them, etc. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I fucking hate? Comics like. In my head, I hate comics like oh, the time I split up with my girlfriend. You know this sort yeah. of thing. You know, I'm in my house. I feel really down. You know, I just, I just despise them as self-indulgence crap. 
But yeah. every so often, something like this comes along. I know we were talking about Fingerman earlier. You know, there's Durf's books. Things, Simon Moore and Elizabeth Queerstreet. There's all these people that come along and I enjoy them. And I'm trying to rectify how it is in my head, how I do. And I think it's the craft of it. I think yeah. these people do it so well. Yeah. It's not just about talking about yourself on a page. There's so much more to it. It's uh, because they realise that to do the story, you can't just be me, 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 yeah. and that's it. There's something else to it. Yeah. Although you're speaking about yourself or, or the situation at hand, you have to craft a situation that's going on around it to not be so self-involved. It's not just a thing of, I did this, I did that. That's That's a diary. That's yeah. just this is what happened and this is what happened and this is what yeah. happened. Oh feels oh feel sad. Whereas yeah. this is encapsulating the whole situation. It's it's encapsulating a life. Yeah, a life you, that is interesting as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I often compare it to I, I know you're a Kevin Smith fan. I don't know if you've read ever read that book he did which which was his life over a period of ten years or so many years or something. And um was it a tough shit? Uh, is that the one? Yeah, which is it's got the big hundred page section in the middle of it where he looks after Jay, where he goes to find him. Oh no, I, I know what I mean. You're um, oh, Silent Bob Speaks or something like yeah, that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And for, uh, that took me a while to get through it until I hit that bit because yeah. it was something like him jacking off and watch television he watched, you know. And it's like, oh Christ, you know. But because uh, I quite like Kevin Smith, I stayed with him. But when I got to that, there was a real emotion on show. You know, you could see he was trying to keep up with himself writing. Um, yeah. Absolutely scored it. And, and this is the same. The I'm, I I didn't put any of these books down without reading them all. And there's a lot to some of them. You know, there's a lot. Even the top 40 pages have got, um, you know, a lot to read in them. And I'm quite interested because, you know, him, I'm quite interested to know what he's listening to or, you know, whatever. Reading. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and what he's been watching and going and doing and, and yeah. whatnot, because he just mentions things that he's been up to in yeah. the in the top forty. You know, went to where is it? He, he just because he doesn't even say went to. He just he just says what it is. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's there's that there's that whole aspect as well. That's that's another thing. It's not even like watch this, um, listen to this. It is just, um, I don't know, Bob Dylan, and then he says yeah. what it is. Um, you know, the the basement tapes or whatever, and then he he writes like. Bears game, and says like, <laughs> yeah. don't want, don't want to speak about it or something like that, you know. Yeah. And there's no like, this is what we did here. This is what we did. It's just it's cutting out all of that, all the crap, yeah. all the stuff that makes you tune out and go, oh yeah, yak yak yak, you you you. He's just being like, this is the bullet points. This is what it is. This is yeah. what happened. But I'm not. I'm you know. I'm not saying what order when. <laughs> yeah. Date someplace maybe, and there's. Uh, you know, star ratings. He's put star ratings on some stuff as well. Yeah. Do you know what, man? I, I think... Um... <laughs> 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 that came out of nowhere. <laughs> Fucking hell, that was great. Sorry, um, <laughs> the, um, I think I think issue 80 is probably the, the most recent one. I think that's probably the best representation of so that's the one people should go for if they're gonna i mean unfortunately yeah. we live in a world where it's quite expensive to get them isn't it so i ended up yeah he sent me a lovely box with a lovely note in it and everything because I, I bought a, a shitload off him um yes yeah yeah. Um, yeah i got a, i got a note because i attached a i'll be i'll, I'll read it actually okay. um, I, I attached a, a note to the to the purchase and just said uh 
Just wanted to say that I'm so glad to have found King Cat. John, if you read this, thank you for making them all these years. You're such an inspiration and your comics are the best. And that was it, you know, just straight to the point. Nice. And he underlined, uh, I'm so glad to have found King Cat and thank you for making them all these years and drew an arrow under, if you read this and put, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> and then wrote, uh, thank you so much, Tom. I really appreciate uh, hearing from you. Best wishes, John P. Good stuff, man. That's what you want, uh, Yeah. Yeah, and I'm keeping that in the middle of the King Cats from where I'm reading them from now on. Like, that nice. will stay in there from now on. Yeah, quite right, too. Yeah, good. I like that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, good. I must do that more when I send comics out. And because uh, we're always in a rush, aren't we, to send out loads of comics? I always, I started off writing a little note with everything, and now I, yeah, I went by the way. But I must get back to that. I think, I suppose. Yeah. It's 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 just building that connection, which is yeah. what he's constantly doing with these. Is trying to build a connection with some sort of audience and other people, like-minded people. Yeah, you know, it is that thing. You 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 make something for all this time to have some sort of correspondence or or comeback or something off of them must be the absolute best, especially with the, yeah. the amount of time he takes on them on his own. Yeah, to then have a sort of correspondence with a, a handful of people is is unbelievable. Yeah, yeah but um, but yeah, I think number eighty, the the most recent one's probably the 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 showcase of of all his styles and works and yeah. You know, it's got pets and, and nature and everything in it, and it's it's really heartwarming and everything. But the a other of a thing chimpanzee is... kissing his mum on the back. Yeah, exactly, That's and she looks so happy. Yeah, um, I would be too. That happened to me. The, uh... It's uh, it's easy. It's actually easy enough to get that one uh, because if you just sign up to his Patreon at the top pe- top tier, uh, you can get it sent out to you. Oh, and it nice! Doesn't, oh, okay. doesn't cost you an arm and a leg. Oh, good um, chat, man. Well, yeah. let's let's tie it up and then we'll, we'll crack on and just have a quick chat in a minute. But let's let's do his links. So patreon.com forward slash John Porcelino, P-O-R-C-E-L-L-I-N-O. Uh, Twitter, the underscore real underscore John underscore P. Uh, his distribution is spitandahalf.com. On there, there's some people, obviously, we've spoken about before. Ghouls by Josh Simmons. And don't please don't step on my Jinko jeans from Noah Van Skyver, which I'm sure you're a fan of. Oh, yes. Um, and Bubble Zine is on there as well. His blog is johnporcelino.blogspot.com. Goes all the way back to 2010, so you can have a look. You can scroll through and go all the way through, which I did. Loads of photographs, loads of great stuff, and you'll really get a sense of John from from going on that. Good stuff, man. Thanks. Another one. You done me again. You introduced me to Durf, although I'd heard about <laughs> him and just hadn't got around to it, and you gave me that nice little push and much more with John. I'm, I'm totally invested in this dude now as well. Yeah, both, both crackers. Have you ever reached out to him to try and get him on the podcast or anything? Or? I will say not yet. Okay, right, good. Um, okay. Not just yet. Um, I really want. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be honest, Tony. I really want to reach out to him and 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 write him a a letter. Yeah. Um, and I'm I'm gonna endeavour to do it. The only reason I'm actually saying it out loud and on a recorded format is because I might actually do it now. That oh, okay. Said okay. It. Yeah. I'm yeah, sort yeah. of pushing pushing myself to do it. Um, yeah, I really want to write to him um, because he's he's sort of old school in that sense a bit more punk rock that way he'll, yeah, uh, okay, yeah 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 he'll, he'll, he'll i think a handwritten letter would be a a better way to approach him well, so. I'd, I'd like to get that more I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd like yeah i must do that more letters used to be a thing i've been reading some books recently i read um uh christopher hitchens book last year which was a just transcripts of letters he was any people i've just read a michael moorcock book about the same and i think there's a real art to it and yeah I, I, yeah i think it i think we need to do it more than just slinging off an email you know yeah exactly i sent yeah. two 
two packages with some comics and a handwritten note um, to two people in the in the US recently. And you know what? Just that fulfillment of actually sending it off was like, yeah. oh, that was great. You know, I actually felt good sending it and knowing that, I mean, it might take fucking ages before it gets there, but um, knowing that, that they'll open it and get it and read this letter, you know. Yeah, I get you. Um, oh, it's, a good, it's a good feeling. Good work, man. Good. Let's talk a bit, a bit about uh, Thomas and that comic smell. Um, <laughs> what's uh, <laughs> what's going on? What so? Night when I we chatted about it on the show, but you guys are all meeting up now mostly, so that's good to know, man. That's good. Yeah, 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 yeah man. Skype's um, a pain in the ass, isn't it? It is. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely hate it. It's good for us to do sort of things like this. And, yeah, yeah. But I'd rather um, sit in a pub with you with a recorder. Yeah, exactly. You know, that'd be a better way of doing it. You know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm very much a sit down and chat to people sort of thing. I like the fact that I can chat to people in the states and stuff, which is great. Yeah. Um, and I like that if it's pissing down outside just now because we're meeting outside, um, that we can still do it on Skype and stuff like that. And if one of the guys is feeling under the weather but they still want to come and chat, we can do it like that. It's fine. It's great. It's a great tool for that respect. But see, actually using the fucking thing, Christ, <laughs> oh, it's a nightmare. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's just it just comes with a whole other set of problems, you know. Yeah. Are you are you on mute? Are you? Can you see me? All this kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. oh, the things that all the comedians have all been making jokes about, the yeah. shitty jokes. Um, but it's you know it's the it is that it is that thing. You're constantly just having to go through about fifteen twenty minutes of technical problems before you yeah. can actually do it. Is there so is, um, sorry, mate, gone. No, 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 I was just going to say, so it is good that we're getting to meet in person now. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. It's going to be good, good crack. In fact, Cannon's just texted me um, something about something, and then um, <laughs> about him doing something, which I'm quite excited about, and um, Eamon's just texted me as well. So I'm oh. hopefully going to meet up with Eamon at the, there's like a, I think it's called the Eastern Contingent. It's like a 2000 AD thing, you know. Yeah, I've heard him mention that before. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think I'm going to meet up with him and Gary Hill soon, so it'd be nice to actually meet people for a change. Um but the uh, so I I started my job at the start of lockdown. So there's people I work with and I speak to every single day. I've never met, you know. Oh Christ! Weird. Yeah, it's a weird one. But yeah, no, I'm looking forward to that. That'd be good. Um, what are you reading at the moment, mate? Anything interesting you wanted to to give a little shout out to? Yeah, totally. Good. Um, I have been reading a uh, the work of Nathan Cowdery. Okay. Um, Crash Site was what I was reading the other day. It came out from Fantagraphics. Um, it's not safe for work in any way, nice, shape, or form. Like yeah. Um, I think I let, did I let you see it? Did I put pictures up from it or something? Oh yes, you did. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think it's been I a week really of just... uh, not safe for work comics on the Slack, hasn't it? Actually. Yeah, yeah basically. Yeah. 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 Um, but it's you know, a, a girl has a a dog who's also a drug mule, um, and she's also got a pair of anthropomorphic pants. Um, that's like foul mouthed and wants to kill things and oh it's just you know there's lots of jizz and uh, <laughs> like people pissing and things and oh it's just, it's unbelievable like I, I couldn't believe it but it's so it's done in like this really odd sort of 60s sort of 70s uh, almost like doll portraiture art it's like yes, stuff that very I used peculiar to... isn't it yeah yeah it's like it's like stuff that i used to see like hanging up in my grand's house you said like these pictures like meet your no grand. not oh, right, God, yeah. not not like that no, just um... pants. yeah <laughs> <laughs> no not like that um but 
Yeah, it's like it's it's a really odd style uh, and very like dark, dry um, humor. I didn't realize he was British. Um, oh, okay. And, Oh, yeah, until I I ordered um, I ordered Sea Diver, which he actually had going on his Instagram. I think it's still up on his Instagram, like a panel at a time. One of those. Oh, ones. stick the link into me, man. I, I might buy some myself. Actually, that looks good stuff. Yeah, we'll do. Yeah, but I I got that through the other day. I, I'd read it all on Instagram anyway. But oh yeah. man, it's just it's unbelievable. There's somebody like stealing somebody's identity. But there's like people getting their brains blown out and everything. Like it's <laughs> and he, he doesn't hold back on it either. He really he really shows it all. Yeah. You know, somebody does it, it doesn't go off panel. It actually shows them blowing their brains out. You know, it's unbelievable. <laughs> what um, is happening yeah. with Jizz? Why is Jizz so in comics at the moment? So you <laughs> just mentioned it. The uh, Chris Sparrow we had on the podcast on the ACP the other day, he, had a, he has a Jizz vampire because he thought that was funny. Um, <laughs> an explosion of Jizz is a major story point in the top of Hercules goes um, oh, yeah, nice. Weapon of Mass Destruction. It seems to be, oh, let's play about with that. I wonder if it's because everyone's seen so much while they've been on their own. <laughs> oh, probably, yeah. Been trawling through the internet going, fucking hell. Um, but yeah, I'm reading I'm reading that at the minute, yep. uh, Nathan Cowdery stuff. And man, I am just trying to make my way through like a haul of stuff that I got on my birthday. Oh, um, I saw that, yeah. Is this when you went to Glasgow, was it? Yes. we yeah. went. I went to Forbidden Planet in Glasgow twice. Um, it was one two weeks after the other. Um, I only I spent I spent half as much the next time, but probably got about the same amount of stuff. Um, <laughs> but I've extended my um Klaus collection. Nice. Uh, I've got another um another anthology like big hardback Ivan Bernetti collection. Uh, the anthology of graphic fiction. Oh, okay. Um, cartoons and true stories. I had the second volume, but I actually got the first volume. Um, I've, got, I've got loads of loads of stuff to plow through just now, mate. Um, it's unbelievable. Like oh, I've got some Eddie Eddie Campbell stuff as well. I, I'm venturing down that road. I read about a Bacchus the other day. Bacchus is so good, man. It yeah, really it's is. great. I don't know why people don't just go on about it more. It's yeah, just the. Funny enough, he's just um, Eamon's just texted me about Breccia, and there's there's a bit oh. of that in that as well, you know. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, there really is, or a bit of toppy, even. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, dumb. Yeah, have, have you have you been reading Red Room? Uh, no, I, I, I just can't. Man. Oh, I'm be saying do, it's I, not. Yeah, I, yeah, I can't do stuff like that at all. Like uh, Crossed and Red Room and all that kind of stuff. Like, just stuff that involves like innards and shit. I'm yeah. just like, Whoa. I, <laughs> I really, I really respect Ed for doing it though. Yeah, like big time. We're like totally pushing the boundaries, and for being like the top selling comic. Oh, amazing! In, yeah, yeah, like unbelievable numbers. I can't. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I was chatting to Alan Purdy about it on the Slack the other day, and um, at least we both went fucking hell. Those last few pages. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I've seen some shit in my life, but like fucking hell. Yeah. The only thing I could think of saying was, "Well, the anatomy seems right." Yeah. <laughs> it's all the guts spill out. You know, it's like, oh my god. Well, it is he? Uh, he used to do ink sessions on the live stream, and right. he would just sit with anatomical uh, drawings from like, um, like medical uh, textbooks. Yeah, medical textbooks. Yeah, and he'd sit with them, and you would see him like pulling them up on the iPad or whatever, and he's sitting looking at them, and then he'd draw it, uh, and then he'd sit, sit inking them out and getting all the detail of like the small intestine and everything. Like unbelievable. But that was <laughs> that was where I knew this wasn't a comic for me when I saw him doing that and I started to feel sick. I was like, Oh no. 
Oh no! <laughs> but it's, but I think it's great that he's doing it. I yeah, really yeah. Do think it's brilliant that he's pushing it, and he's like changed it up as it goes on as well. Like I've seen little previews from like oh, later okay. issues and stuff, and it just he sort of tries a different story each time, and that it looks it looks yeah. great. And um, one, one last thing I thought we could mention, I might just quickly mention to you is what is going on with Benjamin Mara's webcomic. No what fucking clue. Fuck what what, there? what has happened? I, I don't. I have no clue. It's you know his mate from the bar's gone missing, and then it just cuts to black, and then it's some guy in a village, some like, like fantasy story or something. Yeah, like an elf going away with <laughs> bar, bars bars of gold or, or whatever he calls them, bars of uh, prospect That's or something right, like yeah. that. Um, and he's he's bought a statue and off a shady guy with a hood and man like I'm still all in. Yeah, I'm me too, totally. In. Yeah, I actually have this sort of this vision of um of Ben Mara like pushing it to the point where we're going, What the fuck? And him <laughs> him keep going because he thinks it's funny. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. It's like it's, we had we had old weeks of him taking his pants off or something at one point, didn't we? Yeah, he was falling falling over. He couldn't quite get them on. He kept falling. Over. <laughs> yeah. We watched them take a shower for two weeks. <laughs> yeah, we watched them just like flop about his clothes in the wet. Like, oh no, it's four panels weeks. a day as well. It's quite something. Uh, Having just done yeah, a four a... panels a day comic, there's a lot of work goes into it. You know. Yeah, but he's increased it now. Oh, it is more, isn't it? Of course it is. Yeah, Yeah. it is now. This fantasy one's up to like six or eight or something like that, which is unbelievable. Um, Yeah, I have no clue. No clue. But speaking about strips just before, I I forget when when you said you were reading anything, I've actually, two of the books that I got from that haul, uh, one was um, Baron Bean uh, from George Herriman. Okay. Uh, Ninety. The entire strips from nineteen eighteen. Oh, I nice. think they were in some sort of syndication, uh, and it's like one of those really long, elongated books that goes with the the, yeah. the length of the strip kind of thing. I know what you mean. I just I've been dipping in and out of them, and holy crap! Like that is a. He's spoken with real reverence, isn't he? As well. Oh yeah. 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 <clears throat> I is mean, it crazy, crazy cat? Cats. Crazy cat. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah crazy yeah. cat's incredible, but. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I've been really enjoying these as Baron Bean. I sort of found it and was like George Herriman. Hmm. And uh, it's just leaps and bounds. 1918, some of the language and stuff that's used in it is just incredible. Oh, brilliant. Uh, it's great. And uh, Pogo, Walt Kelly. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, I got one of those big yeah, yeah. sort of hardback um, Fantagraphics collection ones. Um, was it Under the, Under the Bamboozle Bush? Right. Um, and oh, if, you, if, if you really want to see true craftsmanship like true cartoonist craftsmanship you need to get that like some of those collections yeah yeah like oh my god they're just incredible i do love and, looking at them but they can be quite pricey can't they uh the al yeah, williamson yeah. one and all this sort of thing they yeah, yeah i keep looking at x19 and all these sort of things and you know i think oh i really need to get them but yeah well, i totally i totally jumped to that collection when i saw it in yeah in forbidden planet because it was that outlet store as well so it was like you know getting it 75 percent off oh okay yeah i'm gonna yeah, pop in well, i'm up in glasgow in a few weeks i'm gonna definitely pop in uh, yeah i think yeah. We're, i think we're going in for a free comic book day on 14th oh is that when it is this year okay yeah yeah 14th of august yeah okay cool give a little shout out i've moved my pool list now to gosh so um hey. i'm enjoying the experience i think it's all right so far yeah i've had fun with it uh it's nice to actually browse a shelf again because i was with a sort of <laughs> delivery company who he weren't ticking my boxes to be fair but the um yeah I'm, I'm 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 all right with that at the moment god knows what's fucking happened to orbital god only knows looks like a six four march show oh, um, 
But yeah, there we go. Is it like is it like a exhibition room I mean, and coffee house thing. or something now? Yeah. Isn't it? <sighs> oh well. Makes my ass bleed. But there you go. <laughs> <laughs> where can uh, where can people find you online, man? Uh, your best place is actually on Instagram. That okay. comic smell. Yeah. Um, that's where I tend to frequent most these days. I've I've tried to stay away from Twitter. Um, yeah. Unless we're really just, just letting people know new episodes are out and stuff like that. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I will answer you if you message on there, but it might take a while. Sorry, uh, but that comic smell at that comic smell and most things. Uh, you can get us on SoundCloud and Spotify and all that kind of jazz. And that comic smell. I am on Twitter myself uh, at Uramix, but barely use it. Yeah, I know you're um, back on you. I know we um, we follow each other. I saw I saw you're back on there, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just I do it for putting up like odd sketches and stuff that I've done. Okay, like because yeah, yeah. I've been sort of venturing into just drawing and stuff a bit more. Um, it was really, really relaxing for the first time in a while. I sort of drew a, a strip of what somebody had said over the the backy's fence the other day. <laughs> um, somebody had kind of had a screaming child saying that what was it? Oh, shut up! It's always about nothing that you you scream about. And he's like, "No, I always scream about everything." My <laughs> fucking hell! So I drew it. That's the actual, um, that's the visual representation of Twitter, actually. To be fair, yeah, that's basically, it. yeah. <laughs> so I put shit like that up on. So if 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 you like seeing stuff like that, I guess follow at u r a m y x. Good stuff, man. Um, but yeah, that's. You know, you can always find me rooting about in somebody's back garden or something. Oh, wait, no, sorry, I shouldn't say that. Oh, <laughs> back garden, I know what you're saying. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you can uh, come and join the Slack, uh, contact someone from the ACP, and uh, we will send you a link, and you can come on to the uh, Slack, which is quite good. You can uh, come great. and watch me and Matt Bunce have an argument. So that's what happened today. <laughs> um, shout out to it's Matt great, Bunce. Man. I love the dude. The, um, <laughs> good. Uh, also, patreon.com forward slash tribute press. We've just finished a comic with me and um, uh, Demetrius Zach uh, called Fame, uh, which ended quite quite funnily. I quite enjoyed the last page of that, and me and him giggled over that. Um, and <laughs> Flesh and Ink starts on Monday. You'll get a cover on Monday and the first page. Um, and that is really going places that we didn't expect. Certainly not the brief that uh, we started off with, but there are Satanists <laughs> in it now. Um, yes! And and later on in a few months, Sexy Nuns, which I'm a big oh. fan of. Yeah. Yes, uh, I'm glad glad I'm signed up to that Patreon, Tony. Glad I'm signed <laughs> thank up. Thank you, mate. Cheers for that. When's, uh, when's the next Baboonville radio coming? Next week, babes. Yeah, I'm hoping hey! I need to time down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah we're going to do that. Yeah, we'd, um, we've got the song sorted out. And uh, I like it just doing it with Falpy at the moment because um, it makes him have to talk to me. <laughs> Because otherwise, if I have a guest on, he, I, I have to chat to the guest and he'll just say things in the background, you know, funny things. He likes to throw a little verbal hand grenade in. But, uh, yeah, so we're doing another <laughs> one next week. That is good fun, actually. Yeah, and it's good when it's on Patreon because you can use music. We can't really use it on podcasts, you know, oh, right, because okay. you get you get, um, you get stopped, don't you, if you put a, you know, yeah. but because we're just dropping a file onto Patreon, it's all right. But, uh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah, the next one. Next, there's nothing this weekend because we've got the break before the next comic. But um, yeah, it's, I'm really pleased with it. It's uh, we've created a little universe, which I'm hope, hopefully you're going to like. But uh, yeah, thanks, man. Great, another great one, and we shall have a chat in a second about the next one, um, which we may chat about in person. Actually, I suppose, won't we? Might have. Uh, Ooh, I might bring yeah. a recorder. We can have a chat over a, over a coffee next time I see you. But Ooh, good. Cool. Thanks, Tom. Mm-hmm.